Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I am thrilled to welcome back one of our very rare repeat guests, Rob Ooh. Cosberg of Publish, Promote, and Profit, The New Rules of Writing, Marketing, and Making Money with a Book. I'm going to let Rob's background is probably even longer than mine, so I'll just sum it up and we'll dive in and tell you that Rob helped his clients create their own professional best-selling book, Guaranteed, and then teaches them how to use that book to grow their income via free publicity, lead generation strategies, online and offline speaking engagements, and a whole heck of a lot more. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Hey, great to be with you, Seth. Great to have you back. So let's talk, uh, for the folks who didn't see the first episode, let's do a short version of your background and how you built this amazing publishing company. Yeah, well, I stumbled and fumbled my way into it, uh, hopefully like uh, other successful entrepreneurs do. I don't have any traditional publishing background, but um, long story short, one of, uh, one of your mentors and mine, uh, Dan Kennedy, I was having a conversation with him in uh, the mid-2000s, around 2006, seven. I owned a very successful real estate company. Uh, I was pivoting out of that until I was totally pivoted during the financial crisis uh, in 2008. And short version, I asked Dan, I said, hey, um, if you were in my boat and um, you had to you know, build a brand from scratch, what, what would you do? And he said, I'd write a book. And um, it rang true to me. And I wrote my first book and um, you know, really exploded my business uh, during the financial crisis. Uh, so business owners that we were helping started coming to us and saying, you know, how besides the stuff you're helping us with, financial service stuff, how are you exploding your business? And I said, you know, my book. And people asked me organically if I could help them to write a book market it, use it, et cetera. And in 2011, I started doing that and never looked back and sold my financial services company and uh, been doing BSP now for 10 years. So I love it. Congratulations. That is a awesome short version of the story. The longer one's in your books, of course. (laughs) It is. Which everyone should go get. Obviously, you've got a shared background in financial services. So why do you think it is that the book model you've created is so successful in helping so many entrepreneurs and thought leaders grow their businesses? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's helpful for the same reasons that anything that makes you look more prestigious in your ideal customer's eyes is helpful. Um, you know, the hierarchy of desire, you know, the, the pyramid that takes you from the bottom rungs where no one's interested in you to the very top where you're a celebrity are things like a best-selling book, media appearances, uh, you know, being seen as a thought leader and an expert in your field. If you're going to have brain surgery, Seth, you're probably not going to go to your local, you know, neighborhood doctor, right? That is also, uh, you know, uh, uh, putting his finger up people's rear ends. Uh, you want to go to a brain surgeon uh, and ideally the best one out there that you can afford. And that's because, you know, you you need the best. And uh, a book makes you appear that, hopefully you are, but a book gives the appearance that you are an expert in your space. Makes you attractive. Absolutely. So obviously it differentiates you. It sets you apart from somebody who doesn't have a book. What are some of, I mean, you've done some amazing creative marketing campaigns using books as the front end of them. What are some of the, um, some of your favorites and the results they kind of generated? You know, probably my favorite is, um, is having a book um, as attached to what we call a free plus shipping funnel. And a, a free plus shipping funnel, uh, for those that don't know, is simply where you're, you're offering uh, your book for free. Uh, they could get it on Amazon. They could get my book on Amazon for $24.95. But if I'm offering it for free and all they have to do is pay for shipping, say a small shipping charge of $7.95, uh, if they're interested in the contents of that book, then it's a pretty compelling offer. And if you have other things for sale within that, quote unquote funnel, uh, upsells, downsells, and eventually something more expensive that you're selling. In our case, you know, we ghostwrite, we do book launches, we help people get on TV and people write us large checks for our services. So my, my book funnel is like a very inexpensive way for people to come into my world and see that we're legit. And then for the right people, they raise their hands and say, Hey, can I just write you a check? I, I read your book. I get it, but I, I want you to do it for me. And that's our client. That is a, a beautiful thing. Talk about some of the ways you've, other than the free plus shipping offer, that you've coached your clients on, on ways to use their book to generate more business for their business. Oh, there's so many ways. Um, you know, a lot of my clients uh, are speakers or want to be speakers. So, you know, I, I explained to them, and you said just a moment ago, you know, we're all in competition, right? Uh, if, if you're a speaker and you want to get a, a, a good stage, then more than likely there's going to be a dozen or dozens of other speakers that also want to get that stage. So if, if you are the best-selling author on the topic that that stage is presenting to their audience, then you stand head and shoulders. You have differentiated yourself from your competition, number one. Well, imagine that you had, and it's not difficult to get, the name, the address, the telephone number of the president of the association or the director that's putting on that event, and you sent a copy of your book with you know a little sticky note on it that says, hey, 
uh, you know, turn to page 123. There's, uh, you know, a great chapter that I wrote that is the exact thing that your conference is on, and I'd love to have a chat with you. They may have never heard of you or seen your book, but the fact that you put a book in front of them that literally has, you know, direct information that they're going to do a conference on, come on, why would they not choose you compared to all the others out there? So that that is a, a very simple, um, but but please don't underestimate the power of it. I have a client that booked herself on 90, over 90 different speaking engagements in an 18-month period doing that process, five to 10 books a week, and her fee, her minimum fee was $5,000. She made hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this uh, her highest fee was $12,000. And so she did nothing else, a very, very simple process that killed it for her. That is absolutely incredible. How have in, in the world, post-COVID world, how have you used books to help your clients pivot their business when perhaps there weren't as many physical conferences occurring? How have you helped them use it to still work, but maybe in a more online manner? Yeah, great question. I mean, well, let's st stick with the theme of speaking. So uh, we we ran and run conferences, live conferences, but obviously stopped doing that. And so we pivoted and pivoted into doing uh, live speaking engagements in the form of challenges and mini groups. So we created a publish, promote, profit. Wow, is that creative and original, right? That's the title of my Wall Street Journal bestselling book. We created a publish, promote, profit book challenge mini group. And uh, last year, we did over a million dollars in sales. And I showed my clients. In fact, I just was on the telephone uh, telephone, well, Zoom call. Uh, that's the telephone of 2021. <laughs> I was just on a Zoom call literally before this with one of my clients, Gina Lester. She was one of the first people that bought in my first mini group. And that was back in like April of 2020. So uh, about a year ago. And I, I then taught uh, this kind of process along with, you know, the person I learned it from. And uh, she, so she got her book done and ran a mini group. And in the very first uh, speaking engagement that she did to her group, she did $18,000. Since then, she's done over six figures of, of these virtual speaking engagements by simply using the contents of her book and presenting it online. So, you know, uh, same kind of idea, and you don't even have to travel for it. For me, it's even better. Absolutely. That makes uh, a ton of sense. What are you finding? What are, I mean, they're so, there's such a valuable tool, such an incredible business card and differentiator in terms of positioning. Why wouldn't someone do it? Well, uh, you know, the, the New York Times did a survey probably a dozen years ago. And they, they asked uh, a, adult Americans uh, if they've ever thought of writing a book. And they found that 81% of adult Americans had uh, desired at one time or another to write a book. Uh, of course, like 0.1% ever do. Why is that? Well, it's because anything that is worth doing is tough. It's hard as hell to write a book, man. <laughs> it's why I have a business, you know. So number one is the, the time and energy and effort involved is significant. And number two, we all have two primary resources that we use. Either we use time 
to figure it out ourselves, or we use money and we write a check to an expert and say, can you do it for me? So basically my company holds the space of the person that says, I know this would help me and I've been wanting to do it for years. Can I just write you a check and your team do it for me? If you can't do that, then you've got to use the other resource you have, which is time, figure it out yourself and get it done. It will be worthwhile. But th those are the only two ways I know. And if you're not willing to use either one of those resources, then you'll never get it done. Absolutely. Now let's talk about ways you've pivoted beyond just doing, let's say, webinars and mini groups. You've also um, created new platforms to share your content on. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. Well, you helped me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I created the Publish, Promote, Profit. Again, my creativity blows my mind. Uh, the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast, again, you know, uh, centered on the idea of the book, my business. We trademarked that years ago. And, uh, and that podcast, what is that podcast? That podcast is a video and verbal uh, expansion of the content of my book. And uh, all I'm trying to do is uh, bring more people into my audience, uh, those that read, read, those that watch, watch, those that listen, listen. And I want to be able to reach all of those people. Uh, or as many of those people as as I possibly can. So, so the podcast was created with that idea, and and also with the idea uh, not just of creating a podcast, but repurposing that content in a number of different ways for blog posts, for video, uh, for ads that we use, all of those things. Again, and we may direct people right back to the book uh, from the podcast itself because that may still be the easiest way for people to like initially really get to know us. But the podcast, the video, all of that um, opens uh, us to a, like a brand new audience, which we're excited about. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And obviously, we're biased and love to help. Um, what has been the most creative thing you've seen one of your clients do with their books where you just said, man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Boy, I got to think about that, man. You kind of put me on the spot. Most of them just do exactly what I say or nothing at all, which always makes me sad. Uh, you know what I mean? You ever have any clients like that? Yes. <laughs> I would say um, probably the more creative things that I've seen have to do with how they've used their books online. I've, I've used my books in a number of different ways online, obviously, but I, I would say, you know, we did a book for a very large franchise and um, uh, like they have uh, five or 6,000 franchisees now at this point, and uh, they're in the tax uh, business. Um, we did a book for the founder and a book for the franchise and they use their book um, to uh, bring in new uh, interested franchisees on with online marketing. And I just thought that That's a great was, idea. It, was, it was pretty unique because I'd never seen anybody at that kind of scale uh, and, and with that specific of an audience do that. And uh, so, that, I mean, they used all the things that you think of like ads and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, I, I, I was just excited to see it be really successful for them. Absolutely. What do you think is, I know that you are um, a big Clubhouse fan. Um, talk to us a little bit about your experience there. 
You know, I've been dabbling with it, um, maybe more lurking than anything else, uh, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, I, I have a face for radio, and uh, I had I had my own radio show when I did my first book, and uh, that was in my financial services company, which you would have thought that I would have done a podcast years ago, but I was just lazy. And so I, I think Clubhouse is like, almost like today's version of, of, of radio and really specific radio channels where people can kind of eavesdrop on, you know, talk radio, if you will, and maybe even get to engage in it. And so, you know, I've heard some amazing stories of, of people doing, uh, you know, some significant numbers uh, in like sales using Clubhouse. And so, you know, I'm not 100% sure all of how to do that. Um, but I do think that there's something to that and there's something to the platform, maybe in a way to even kind of combine the, the audio content that's being created on podcast in conjunction with Clubhouse. I'm not sure, but I think there's something there. And I imagine that people like yourself are trying to figure that out. Absolutely. Your, your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? I like the people. Uh, the people are cool. Uh, they're, they're great. I mean, you know, I've, I've done books for U.S. ambassadors, Fortune 500 CEOs. I've, I've become friends with really cool people. I've, you know, I've done books for accountants and roofers that are just not like your typical accountant and roofer because they, they get what they're doing. They're business owners. They're, they're, you know, I always tell, I tell my clients as if they don't know it, most don't, but innately they do, that they're all in two businesses, right? The, they're in the business of doing the thing that they do, but the business that is even more important than that is they're, they're the evangelist. They're, they're the mouthpiece. They're, they're the marketer of their business. They're in the business of getting customers for their business. And, you know, when a roofer does a book or when an accountant does a book or, you know, someone that you wouldn't think of, you know, normally that would write a book, we're like, there's just like this, um, you know, we're like brothers from another mother, you know what I mean? Like, like I get him or her and she gets me. And, uh, and so there's this, um, there's this uniqueness. And so I love my clients. I love, you know, how different, uh, all their businesses are. And it's just, it's fun, man. It's, it's what attracted me to it. Um, uh, more than the money, uh, was the impact. I the money doesn't hurt also. Oh, right. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> I know that you are a voracious reader. What are oh, yeah. three of your favorite books and you can't name your own? I wouldn't name my own. Um, so uh, three of them. Uh, I love uh, Ray Dalio's book, Principles. Um, I don't love all of it but I love his principles. Now it's like, I don't know, 500 pages or something. Uh, so if, if you've never heard of it or you haven't gotten it, get it, but don't be intimidated. Um, you know, you don't need to read what he did from eight years old to 11 years old. Just, just read the principles themselves. And it's, it's powerful. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson, his, uh, 12 rules for life. Fabulous book. Uh, you know, super, uh, super compelling, I think he's one of the greatest minds of our time uh, as far as the, the kind of thinking that he does. I'm, I'm a spiritual person, and so he's done some incredible lectures on uh, the Bible and spirituality. So that, that stuff to me is uh, very interesting and, uh, and compelling. 
Um, I'm reading a book right now that I really like. It's very different than um, standard books that I read. Um, it's by uh, Dr. Bob Rotella. I'm a golfer, and uh, and it's a great book uh, because golf is so hard, and it's like the more I practice, the worse I get, which really is upsetting. It's called uh, Your 15th Club, which is about mindset, and he's a, he's a, uh, a mental coach. And um, that's helped me a ton. Uh, you know, I went out, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a single digit handicapper, but, you know, I've, I've been a lower handicap than I am right now. And so I'm always looking to improve. So I'm reading that book right now and, and greatly enjoying it. Awesome. Well, great choices. Great recommendation. Fascinating story. As always, I love the pivots. I love the directions you're taking it in using books to get online leads, using books to get online speaking engagements, launching a podcast. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? I don't know. Uh, you know, I'd love for people to uh, to check out my podcast, Publish Promote Profit. I think that that, that would uh, certainly be interesting to people. Uh, PublishPromoteProfit.com is where someone can find my book if they're interested in uh, in getting a copy of it for free. That's uh, that's a great uh, spot for it as well. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just always, you know, I, I am a firm believer uh, in um, – helping people to become the hunted rather than being the hunter. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, I want people chasing me because of the content that I put out and I want my clients to be in the same position. So everything that I talk about on my podcast, everything that I talk about in my book, it's, it's about um, helping people to position themselves so that people are banging their door down for their expertise. That that's what I want for me and for my clients. That is, you can't, you can't say it any better than that. Um, check out publishpromoteprofit.com for Rob's book. Check out the podcast on every podcast platform, Publish Promote Profit. This has been Seth Green with Rob Cosberg. Rob, thanks so much for joining us yet again. Thanks, brother. Good to be with you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.